Before we begin our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For Cass, it's the Borogagal people, and for Haley, it's the Dharawal people. Welcome to Drag Me Out Official. <laughs> I just want to say I apologize for last week's edit. I am not an expert editor. And we were dealing with interwebs issues. So hopefully this time we might get it right. Yeah, I hope so. But I blamed um, YouTube <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> I know, there must have been a problem in the upload. Yeah. No, I totally blamed YouTube. And, you know, they're going to come for me now. We're never going to be able to put anything else <laughs> up on YouTube ever again. So what did you do this week? What did I do this week? Um, I went into the office for a change for a couple of days this week because I hadn't been able to go in because I hadn't been well. Uh, I went uh, swimming on the morning of Tuesday and again this morning. So I've been awake since 4.30 this morning. So I did just regular stuff. I didn't really do a lot. I mean, this weekend, you know, we're going to be doing something. I told you the other day we're going to see Bianca Del Rio and – that's pretty much going to be my week. That's been my week and that's pretty much going to be my week because I just, uh, my heart's not in it. <laughs> it's really not in it this week. What about um, you? Nothing exciting, just the usual work, kids, that kind of stuff. I just got attacked by a squirrel. I'm not a squirrel. Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> I we just got attacked squirrels. by a family of possums while I was sitting outside. Um, did you upset the housing establishment or anything by moving a bridge? I was just sitting by myself, minding my own business, and this family of possums walked mm. past me, and it was touch and go there for a while, but you should see the other guy. <laughs> They're attacking you because they actually just wanted your attention and you were minding your own business. I was just on my business. phone. They just probably wanted my phone. But then I am going to Archbarka tomorrow night, which I'm very excited about. And we're going to Outback Steakhouse. I'm not sure which one I'm more excited about. I think I'm more excited about Outback Steakhouse. And I already know what I'm going to order. I want the kids' menu. If the server tries to fire me, I will fight her for the kids' menu because I want the beef ribs and the chips and I want the small size because I can't eat a full meal and I'm not paying for a full meal. So I'm ready to fight. Beef ribs. Smoky barbecue sauce. Yeah. Yeah, but can't we can't have the blooming onion anymore? Why is that? Because it's big and greasy and not good for those of us who have okay, had bariatric had surgery. I don't like onions, so I would never order it. I had it, I had it once, and I I was like, oh, this is okay. After I ate a couple, and then um, uh, I put it in the dipping sauce, and it just turned me off the blooming onion. Oh, really? Off. It was yeah, it was too greasy, and then it it. This is going to sound really stupid when I say it, but it tasted too oniony. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That does sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like there's there's onion taste, and then there's like really onion taste. It's like when you eat fish and it tastes fishy. I wouldn't know. Some seafood tastes really really nice, but some fish just tastes fishy, and you can't eat it because it tastes fishy. <laughs> That's a good segue because Mm -hmm. I have had a shit week with food. I ran out of SOMAC and for anyone who has had the surgery or is thinking about the surgery, 
you have to take Somac or it's, it's basically reflux medication after your surgery to help your stomach heal and also stop, try to stop anything coming back up. I ran out a couple days ago and then all of a sudden I was just nauseous and I could hardly eat things. A lot of stuff came back up. And as soon as I took the Somac again, it was like immediate relief. I could eat again. So moral of the story yeah. is don't run out of Somac. No. And if you do, can you just like talk to your doctor or your surgeon? I actually spoke to my dietitian today. My dietitian did the three month mm-hmm. call with all the blood test results um, and everything's good. My cholesterol's a little bit high and it has been high all along. Um, but she was pretty much just, you know, um, gallstones and the pancreatitis and, and all of that could actually be playing up a little bit um, and could actually be affecting my cholesterol. And she was like, we'll just check you again in three months. And like it's slowly been going down, but it hasn't been going down to the rate of like what my blood, my insulin and mm-hmm. my blood sugar levels have been. Because um, like you know that um, I was – basically considered a type two diabetic and it's gone into remission because of the surgery. And um, she was like, all of your insulin levels are normal. Your blood sugar levels are normal. Everything else is normal. Um, And then she mentioned something about like, I need more calcium. And I actually had to remind her of my age first. Okay. I said, I'm not, I'm not in my thirties. Like I'm going to have some kind of a deficit. And she was like, can you just take twice the amount of calcium juice that you've been taking? And we'll see if that evens it all out. And I went, okay. And then once I got off the phone from her and I thought about it and I went, God, if I end up having to have like four or six of those stupid chews every day, I'm going to get Is there something else we can take for the calcium? Because I hate those ones. I always skip them. Maybe the calcium, like just normal calcium tablets or something like that from a vitamin shop or a chemist or I think I might swap them out with that store that we buy the vitamins with and get the just maybe they have like tablets or chewies or something like chewable. I'm not sure. Either way, they suck. I hate that. I hate them. I don't know why. They don't even taste that bad. They're just irritating. (laughs) Yeah, but the the thing is they, they kind of give that little... You know, when you eat something that's really tart or sour or something, and you get that little kind of ache in the back of your, in the back, uh, the back of your jaw, and it, like it just starts making you salivate and stuff. I get that every single time I, I have one of those. I just feel that they should taste like Starburst because they look like Starburst, and they don't, and it's very depressing. So, yeah, but we're we're not going to find out what Starburst tastes like very much for very much longer now because Starburst is that's been true. Well, it had horrible things in it anyway, so whatever. But it doesn't matter. So um, I have a I have a food fixation yes. for the week. I've been really craving custard tarts. Like I saw someone, I, I ducked into a coffee shop on Tuesday um, to grab a juice and this woman was ordering her cup of coffee and a custard tart and I happened to be standing in front of the the glass cabinet where she was ordering it from, and I was just looking at it going, I could eat you (laughs) right now. You know what turned me off more than anything else? wasn't the idea that if I just had, like, one bite, I'd have to throw the rest of it away. It was the price. Like, they were ripping off. They were charging $5.80 for a custard tart. $5.80. You get them from Costco for cheaper, I feel, and you can get a lot more of them. 
You can get six of the mini ones at Coles for five dollars because I was. All oh, right. Okay. Something. My food fixation this week has been beef ribs because I know I get them tomorrow. <laughs> I know, and we talked about it the other day. We we're going to share. We we're going to share a rack. Um, and I could, yeah, I don't even know what size the kids' meals ones are, and they're probably you know what, only one or two. But I'd be happy with that. Just one or two ribs, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm okay with potatoes, so I'm happy with the chips. It's Breakfast honestly it's probably going to be like a really big letdown. Yeah, you're setting yourself up. For I am. Value, but you never know. You never know. Like the, the the barbecue sauce or whatever it is that they have on it is pretty good. So I've been wanting to talk about this since we started this segment. And mm-hmm. I have a – it hurts my pancreas. It's been hurting my pancreas for the last two weeks. Okay. What what what's yeah, bursting your pancreas, Haley? It's inflamed. It's getting there. So we have <laughs> what they call the UCI. Look, never heard of it before. For all I know, it stands for Ultimate Cycling Idiots. I don't know. I don't know what it stands for. But they're closing off roads. They're closing off my street from one a.m. to two p.m. on one day, and then the next day it's like four hours. I can't get out of my street. Like this, unless we, because my street's one way, unless we all decide let's go out the other way. Right. But even then that's pretty dicey because there's a bit, a few of corners that you shouldn't go around blind, but they might do that just because I feel like, how can I be trapped in my house? But even then we can't go anywhere besides down the road because they've blocked off the main highway. And my gripe is that, I can't stand cyclists to begin with. Like, I'm 99% sure <laughs> yeah. that cyclists are supposed to follow the road rules. Is that is that correct? If they're on the road, they have to follow the road rules. I believe rules. so. My street's a one-way street, and these yes. fuckers go down it the wrong way and then look at me wrong when I'm coming around the corner at 30 kilometres an hour. I think with... With cycling on roads, I'm pretty sure you're actually supposed to cycle against the flow no, of traffic. one way. Yeah, but like, so if the car's coming in this direction, you can cycle in that direction. I could be wrong. I don't really care much for cyclists because I believe that they should be paying um, regos and all of that because they get cycle lanes, right? They get the, mm-hmm. the they get bike lanes. But it's those of us who are paying for our car regos and all of that other stuff who are actually footing the bill for that. And my other thing is don't ride next to each other. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. Because all I can think of in my head is I can get two for one here. Two for one? Yeah, I was just thinking that too. (laughs) I can hit you and I can get two of you and get both of you cockroaches off the road. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just. Food, uh, Food for thought. It grinds my gears. Hate you, cyclists. I hate you. What are you doing on a Sunday morning? <laughs> what? What is that? Get back in bed. And then you walk past them at a cafe and they're standing oh. there in their spandex bicycling crap with their shoes with their little lump at the foot and walking around like twits and stuff, watering their lattes and God knows what else. And their bikes all nice and packed up against it. Like we are trying to walk like, into the coffee shop. If it's shop. before nine no, o'clock thanks. in the morning, do you think I want to see the outline of your penis? No, I do not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 
do you think I want to see a 57-year-old man with cycling shorts on with the padding, like, in between his legs, looking like he's wearing a diaper? Disgusting. No. Absolutely. Actually, um, your gripe is very similar to the yes. one that I've got. Go ahead. This week. So what bursts my pancreas, and this is an argument that will go on time immemorial, Okay. If I'm driving in my lane and I can't get over to the other lane and there are cars merging into my lane, right, I slow down, especially if I can't get across to be able to give them the lane to merge into. And the car that comes in to merge, right, you go, okay, you're going to move into my lane, you're going to meet my speed or a little bit faster so you can get in front of me, that's fine. You're going to merge into my lane and everything's going to be all good in the world. But no, they don't merge until the dotted line reaches yeah. the apex. You know, you've had a whole entire lane to get over into my lane. I've given you the opportunity to do it and you have to drive all the way until the dotted line meets up with the solid line. Because what? they have to get... Get into the lane. You're supposed to get in they as have soon to get as, as far ahead as they can to maybe overtake the car in front of you because that'll get them one car closer to their destination. Usually it's BMW drivers or Mercedes drivers. Yeah, I'm coming for you. You don't know how to drive. Yeah. Yes, that's true. It used to be Volvo drivers, but now it's just about anybody who's driving a luxury car. Do you remember that ad? What is it? Bloody Volvo drivers. Yeah. Yeah. But it just, it, it, it really gets up my nose that, and you know what, I don't even care if you don't wave to me. I really don't care in that case. I mean, if, but if I go out of my way and almost cause an accident to let you in, you yeah, best I wave, be waving at 100%. me. Yeah, because if you don't, that good thing that I did with you, I'm going to take back. I'm going to overtake you and jump in front or of you. Or I'm just going to swear at you. So you, like, I know you can see mm-hmm. me through the rear vision mirror. Like, I know you see me mouth, yeah. fuck you, in the rear vision mirror. And I do it really, like, emphatically yeah. so you know that that's what I'm saying. You better wave. Be a better person. That's all we're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's how difficult is it to just, like. Yeah, that's it. It's all I know. So whoever can say it. It's, you know, you. And then what happens is, like, if you get frustrated with the person that you didn't wave to. You use all of that energy yep. to give them the finger. Like how? <laughs> but all you had to do was that. Like I'd be okay with that. Like, but the the apexy thing, like where they where the the merging lane meets up, and they go all the way to the end. But I've given them a ton of space. I've given them like seventeen car lengths to get in. Like, short of actually getting out of the car and standing there and going, "It's all yours," and presenting the lane to them. You know what I mean? Like it just. Learn to drive. Like, seriously, when I was living in Melbourne, they don't even bother to try and move across into another lane to let people merge. Like, it's just every man for themselves. Okay. And so when I was living down there, I was just, like, yelling and swearing and stuff. And when I was with my now ex, um, I said to her, I said, like, why don't you move across so the person who's coming from the merging lane gets in? She goes, why should I have to? And I went, because less accidents happen that way and less traffic jams and, all like, all you have to do is move across. Like, the, the lane's empty. 
can you move the car across? And we would argue about it all the time. I said, sure. I said, and I'm sorry if you're in Melbourne and you're listening to this, but like you people, I mean, I, I lived down there and I drove in the city quite a bit. And I'm actually a big fan of the turning right from the left-hand lane because it's bizarre and I just like doing it. And once you get the hang of it, you just want to do it all the time. But like learn to ma- learn to merge in a traffic lane for like just let the cars merge. Like seriously, this is like the first time I've Kill heard me. you ever say that you've lived in Melbourne. I had no idea. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> For those of our, those people who are listening to this for the first time, when we went down to Melbourne, Haley gave me shit because on two oh. occasions I mentioned I lived in Melbourne. It was two occasions I mentioned that I live in Melbourne and then every opportunity for the rest of the weekend she was like, oh, did you live in Melbourne? I don't remember you telling me you lived in Melbourne. <laughs> Untrue. It was much more than two. It was two that I recall. Yeah, but that's because of old age. Dementia. But yeah, I fucking lived in Melbourne. And you're going to hear that more than once or even twice. Anytime we talk about Melbourne, yeah. Because, like, if you live there, you're an aficionado of Melbourne. Probably not. I do like Melbourne, but I don't think I could draw. I could draw. I could drive in Melbourne just due to they're crazy. They're crazy drivers. I don't know the road rules. Do they have different road rules? Is it like Balinese road rules? I remember. Well, no, but I remember I got done for speeding twice in one day because they had the sniper cars on the side of the road. And it's not like the ones in Sydney where it's like a white ute and the, the signs hmm. up and all of that other stuff. Like it's just like some shitbox car like from 1978, like a Toyota Crown or something like that. And the camera's in Okay. That. And I got done same street. Same day, within 45 minutes of each infraction. You shouldn't be speeding. <sighs> I know. And then I got done like three weeks after that because I forgot that I was in Melbourne and they don't have 110 speed limits. They only have 100. And I was doing 109 in a 100 zone. And I did try to argue that I was from Sydney and didn't forgot that they, the speed limit. Well, because in Sydney we can't read zeros and ones. No, because some of us don't concentrate on the signage on the side of the road because we're concentrating on what's happening in front of us on the road. No, no, it's a, it's a piss weak <laughs> argument, but I tried. <laughs> I tried. Now, I wanted to discuss something with you about bariatric surgery. Don't spend all of your time writing a question on one of those Facebook groups when it takes equally as long to just Google it. <laughs> People just like attention. Have we not figured that out yet? I know, but it Here kills me. we are filming me. ourselves. It really does. <laughs> yes, but we're, we're doing God's work. <laughs> like, if you have time, I don't think this in general, and it's not even like a bariatric thing. It's yeah, just I agree. In general, I'm going to throw it out there. If you have time to type the question into your Facebooks, your Instas, your Twitters, your TikToks, whatever it is, if you've got time to type it in there, you actually have time to type it into Google and find out the answer yourself. Because if you ask 
30 people, you are going to get 48 different opinions. Because everybody is different. Everybody is different. Exactly. I just can't with people when they do stuff like that. You know, like I, the area that I live in has a Facebook page and there is nothing worse than you see. The big thing in my area is helicopters. Did anybody see the helicopter last night? What was it there for? What was it? I live near a Navy base. Like the helicopter was probably just coming home to like sleep the night. The page night. that I'm on for my local area, I feel they know what the police are going to before the police actually know. Because mm-hmm. as soon as and they they do there are people that make fun of it. So the big thing in our area is packing boxes. Anyone need packing boxes? I have packing boxes. Do you have Thank- do you have packing Thank- boxes? Because I need yeah. them. Or people yeah. looking for packing boxes. Yeah. So something had happened earlier mm-hmm. this week that caused massive traffic incidences. And me being the proactive person I am when it comes to these Facebook sites, you know, someone posts, what's with the traffic? Mm-hmm. Why is it all backed up? And me being, you know, I, I'm just I'm just making people a better, better people. That's it. That's all I'm doing. I commented yeah, course, that yeah. a packing box truck had exploded and people were just going nuts. There was just packing boxes everywhere, which has become a running joke on the site. But yeah, every time, anytime some, a siren goes through, something happens, a yeah. helicopter goes past, yeah. um, it's, oh, do you hear that? Did anyone, yeah. anyone hear that? And they know, like yeah. they know there's someone that knows. I don't go to the news. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, go yeah. to the news anymore. No. What makes it even funnier is that, like, someone will know and they'll put a story yeah. up about it. Like, they'll find a link and you're like, that only happened mm-hmm. three minutes ago, you know. But a big one in your area. But the packing boxes, I think that's a I, I think it is one. as well, but it's just this running joke now that whenever, like, traffic's backed up or helicopters are going over or sirens are going through, it's always about packing boxes. There's, you know, people yeah. running. So that's what's bursting our pancreas this week. We should have. We're not as passionate as last week, but last week's one was just there, and we'll get even more passionate. It's just that when people don't know how to fucking drive, our passion kind of comes out while we're actually behind 100%. the steering wheel. If you're on the phone to me and I'm driving, like I'm yelling at everybody. Yeah, I know. I've been on the phone to yeah. you while you've been driving. Even my son, who sits in the back. We'll be like, oh, the traffic. Oh, what's he doing? Even though like nothing's really happening, but you know, he just wants to be involved in the road rage that I'm putting out there. Yeah. So did you um did you watch the movie? I did watch the movie. So for those of you who did not watch last week and how very dare you not watch last week, um, I got Haley to watch the movie Clue from nineteen eighty five. The movie based on eighty six, sorry. Uh, based on the board game Cluedo. So what do you think? So it gave me a real like bed knobs and broomsticks vibe. Just the cinematography gave me that Mm -hmm. vibe. I thought I was going to find it boring, 
but I actually found mm-hmm. it. I I do like a good whodunit. So that also, because mm-hmm. I knew what was coming, I was like, okay, let's pay attention to every little detail to see if I can figure out who did what before the end of the movie. So a few of my favorites, yeah. Tim Curry was amazing. Like I said, one of the quotes that I spoke to you about was, I'm merely a humble, bunt, a humble butler. And what do you do? I bottle, sir. Uh, was my I favorite. Bottle, sir. Um, yes. Kelly Nakahara, who plays the cook. She also plays Kelly in MASH, um, which is Correct. also one of my favorite shows. The fashion was interesting. Um, Leslie Ann Warren, who plays Miss Scarlet, looks like she had, she was coming out of a vagina, like her, it was like this big collar and then she was just, her head was like popping out of it. Christopher Lloyd, um, as people would know him as Doc from Back to the Future, he was great. And it was kind of good to see these actors when they were younger, because I came into their life when they were much, much much, much older. And I loved the reason as to why the killer was blackmailing them because he found them un-American. I thought that was, yeah. I think that was obviously a a slight at the American, uh, I want to say way, because there was, you know, it was scandal. It was, you know, um, politicians were cheating. Oh, and my favorite part when there, somebody said something about the wife and she goes, she had friends. Oh, so the butler's wife, that why she got killed. And she had friends who were socialists. And everyone's like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> like, she didn't know any better. <laughs> then Madeline Kahn with her husband should be like Kleenex, soft, strong, and disposable. And disposable. Um, yeah. I... <laughs> Flames, don't Oh, I just, yeah, Madeline Kahn is superb. I'm unsure why they weekend at Bernie's the dead bodies at the start. They're like, put them on the lounge. I'm like, why? Like, just leave them there. (laughs) And then obviously there's like that comedic sort of happy music as people are being murdered. Mm -hmm. And the, frankly, Scarlet, I don't give a damn. Was that stolen from somewhere or was that, that, that quote? Like that, that was the original that's actually from uh, Gone from yes, uh, Gone with the Wind. But yeah, yeah, I'd have to say Tim Curry was my favourite, especially him running around like a loony trying to explain who did what, why they did it, and just running back and forth from each room, and they're all just following him. But yes, I did enjoy it. I didn't think I was going to, mm-hmm. but it was. It would have been a good movie for its time when it did come out uh, in 1986. Now, I have a challenge for you, but I don't think you're going to like it, but I'm going to find it funny. So it's going to work for me. So, and if you haven't seen this, I guarantee you haven't seen the sequels. So you can watch a sequel if you have watched the first one. If it's a high school musical, musical, it is actually a cult classic. (laughs) It's just a cult classic in a different genre. It is on uh-huh. Netflix. You don't have to pay for it. Uh-huh. It is one of my all-time favorites. When it came out, it's not so much my favorite anymore, but when it came out, it was one of my all-time favorites. Went to the cinemas to see it. Uh-huh. Twilight. Uh-huh. Tell me you haven't watched it, because I was like 99.9% sure that you haven't watched it. <laughs> 
I haven't watched it, but I've watched people react to it. You need to watch it. It's a cult classic for the vampires. <laughs> it is. Like I googled it. Classic. I googled it. Do I only have to watch one? Because if I have to watch those three people over and over and no, over, you only again... have to watch one. Once enough. I just want your okay. your review okay. of the first Twilight movie that sparked the vampire that is today. Those are those are the one with um. Is it? Kristen yeah, I hate Stewart? her now, but I liked her then. Wait, 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 wait. I've never seen these movies, but isn't her name Correct. Bella in the movie? How do I know these? Uh, like that's what it was big. It was really big, and it's you know team team Edward, team Jacob, team Bella, whatever. Like it's that's the with the Robert Pattinson Correct. who played Batman, and that is is it S. A. Lorna. What's his Lorna. name? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and he's the one who was in those movies and then dropped off the face of the earth. Um, right? He's still around. Don't know what he's done. But he's still around. I will watch. I want it. notes. I want detailed notes. <laughs> I'll watch it. And you'll get detailed notes. Can't guarantee that any of them will be constructively good, but you'll get well, them. I don't care. I didn't make the movie. God. Twilight. Thing. Fine. I will watch fucking Twilight. Fuck. God. God. I don't drink, but I have a feeling I'm going to need to down some alcohol before this to get through it. I'm just going to be sending you text messages going, fuck you. <laughs> but if I end up liking it and getting it, if I end up liking it and getting addicted to it, I'm really not going to be happy and I'm probably going to end up being divorced. No, I don't think you'll like it. Like the acting I, is horrendous, but. I, well, it doesn't surprise Isn't it about werewolves and yes. vampires? So and like shit? sort of Stephanie Meyer sparked that, the whole vampire sort of movement again, where people were into vampires again. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What were you going to do if I had to turn around and went, yeah, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's like, it, it's my there's favorites. no fucking chance on this world that it was ever going to be one of your favorites. So I knew <laughs> I was pretty safe. I will watch it before I go to Bianca Del Rio and it'll make me so depressed. <laughs> I'll need Bianca to bring me back up again. I've got it all worked out. I've been sitting here trying to work it out when I was going to do it. I'll do it on Saturday before we go. Fuck, <laughs> thinking. <laughs> Shall we talk about uh, a RuPaul's a Drag Race Down Under? Yes. This episode was Bosom, Bosom Buddies, I think it was called. Cooper had left the shady message on the um, mirror. I can't do the noise. Yeah, thanks for anyone who's over 15 and fuck everybody else. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And then they had the reading challenge, which I feel that Beverly would have been a bit funnier if there wasn't so much tension. Maybe, yeah, but um, they, no. Yeah, Queen Kong, you're not going to win Miss Congeniality, that's for sure. But you can read. Oh, the Spanky Jacks has got yeah, that nail. You can read, though, so. Yeah, but that was... <clears throat> That was the only highlight. Like, 
Queen Kong was the only highlight out of like how many queens are well, there? Well, Molly Poppins Six is or something. Right. Yeah, a little bit, but like it was, it was God. It followed that really bad snatch yeah. game. We're not doing real great. I I have a feeling. I have a feeling we may be saying goodbye to um, RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under after this season. And I don't want to. I don't want to either because it's, you know, introducing us to some great queens. Bad snatch game, bad reading challenge, bad, 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 bad. I will give you my thoughts on the next episode. I think that Hanaconda, Spanky, Molly, uh, I think Molly's the dark horse and I get this sneaking suspicion and I could be 100% wrong and chances are, but I reckon the bottom two next week will be Queen Kong and Beverly Kills and they'll have to limp sick against each other. Depending on the challenge, what was the – I think if it came down to Beverly Kills and Queen Kong, I think Queen Kong won't win the lip sync, but she will stay, if you understand what I mean. No, I mean, like, Beverly Kills might out-lip sync her, but because Beverly Kills, this would be her third lip sync, I think she Mm. will go home. But she may not. I mean, how many times did Cameron Michaels but they kept, lip sync? They kept her around for certain reasons, and they've already revealed that they do that. Mm. Like, they can't. Like, um, Silky Ganache, who did my head in, how many, like, she stayed way past her expiry date just because she got ratings, and I'm unsure why. I can't with her. She was... Like my least was she season ten or season eleven? I just I found her extremely unfunny. But Spanky Jackson's drag is better than I Silky Nutmeg Ganache. I think that Silky is not was not polished. She wasn't ready. No, but she thought she was the world's greatest, and I guess confidence has a lot to do with it. Um, and maybe that's why she got as far as she did. Maybe it was a confidence thing. Maybe they were hoping week to week she would get better, but week to week she was just saying consistently yeah. bad. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it was a shame to see Yuri Guy go at the same time as it wasn't surprising, but I haven't been able to get that tune out of my head for the last six what days. Tune? The booze and buddies. Yeah, actually, that one. now that you say that, I've had that stuck in my head too, but I didn't know what it was from. <laughs> Yeah, that was it. Was doing my head in on Sunday. It was all I could do, like all I could hum to myself. It was so stupid. I'm hoping that I'm wrong, and you know, we get some kind of a, a chink in the armor or something, and you know, maybe uh, you know, Hannah Conda ends up sinking or something like that. Like there needs to be a little bit of a shake up. It's been consistently that person's in the bottom. They're going. But at the same time, it was almost like they were setting Beverly up to go that episode. You think? You know how they usually concentrate on quite a lot on someone and you go, ha, ah, that's the person who's going because they're getting their, like their final screen time or whatever it is. They were doing that a little bit with Beverly, but I guess it was just the tension thing. And Queen Kong is shitting me. Why? I don't know. I, I just... The 
there's part of me that feels like at, at some point in time she's pontificating, like she's just delivering sermons. You know, I'm 29 years old or whatever it is. I've been in the business five years. You've only been in it for two or however long. And you've been in it for two years and I'm going to tell you your attitude stinks and all of this other stuff. And, you know, if you've got something bad to say, say it to my face. Well, Beverly actually did she say did, it in front And of she said that she did. I feel that I'm, I'm a little bit biased because I think Beverly's amazing. Same. Yeah, and it may I, be <laughs> phenomenal. phenomenal. I... If Beverly can pull through next week, I feel that she will get out of her head and she will mm-hmm. be in the top three. That's how I feel. Yeah. I don't want. What do you think? You're t- My top, What's three your top three is Hannah Conda, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Molly Poppins, Beverly, and Beverly. And I know, I think Spanky will go in the, like, I think she will go to top four. I just don't think she'll make it through. I think that Beverly okay. would outlip sink her. Maybe. Uh, I just laughed when they were walking off stage and I think it was Molly Poppins turned around and grabbed the hand and goes, <laughs> come on, flaps. <laughs> so that kind of made me laugh. But um, my, So my top three is um, <clears throat> who I think is going to be in the top three is uh, Hannah Condor. Spanky Jackson, uh, Beverly Kills, and I, th- I, I think I said earlier, um, Molly Poppins, The Dark Horse. I just, I just think if Beverly Kills, Kills can pull it out next week and either get safe or in the top, I think mm-hmm. she will make the top four. If not, it'll be Spanky, Hannah Gonda, and I think Molly Poppins. Yeah. Um, depending on how many are in the finale, but I don't I think they're good enough to be like, oh, you're going to have four. No. Like they don't do the the big extravaganza or at a theater or anything like that. Like who cares if there's a top three, a top two, or a top whatever through the episode, do. But I think that uh, unless something magical happens in the next couple of episodes that it really gets the attention of the drag race community and and all of that, I don't, I can't see there being a season yeah. three, which is disappointing because there are so many phenomenal local drag queens. But unless they decide to give it another go and hope for the best. So you've given me we're going we're gonna yeah. go back to a subject. You've given me yes, Twilight. Okay. I gotta give you one. Okay. I thought we we're going like week for week, but anyway, okay. No. So uh Disney Plus Thanks it's free. Um uh have you ever seen Big Business? Mm, who's in it? With Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin, where they play twins. No, but I do like Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin. Well, there you go. So that is your movie for the week. Big Business. And we will exchange notes. Okay. Big Business. And I think it was made around 88, 89 we will talk a little bit about the local drag shows coming up this mm-hmm. week. So the Burley Brothers uh, Dragula is at the Roundhouse at University of New South Wales, Kensington, on Saturday the 17th of September between 7.30 and 11 p.m. And we have a queen coming up. Uh, one night stand with Roxy Horror at Anita's Theatre in Thoreau. 
Friday the 30th of September at uh, 264 to 270 Lawrence Hargrave Drive in Thoreau. And at the Gingers, we've got the Fatty and Skinny Show every Friday 9pm with Maxi Shield and Jackie St. Hyde. And at we've got the Triple Ds with Maxi Shield, Jackie St. Hyde and Coco Jumbo every Saturday 9pm. That's also at the Oxford. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to us today. Uh, for however long this episode is going to be, like you could go out, go shopping, drive home, come back, and the episode still won't be finished. So uh, if you want, follow us on Insta and TikTok at Drag Me Out Official. If you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. And don't forget if you have any questions or any ideas or suggestions. Maybe we can answer it on the next podcast. Please feel free to slide into our DMs. We're more than happy to have a little bit of a chat with you. Thank you for listening and thank you for watching and we will see you next week. And if there are any up-and-coming drag performers who'd like to come on the show, please also slide into our DMs at Drag Me Out Official and maybe we can organise an interview or something like that. Thank you for watching and listening. Hopefully I'll be in sync this week. Bye. Bye.